<laughs> Ooh, good morning, beautiful people. I know I was on just a few minutes ago, but now, you know, we restart the show when we when our guests come on so that if the guests want to take this, they can use it on their own sites and in their own social media places. So this morning I got Gorman Burchard because guess what it is? It is New Haven Docs, the New Haven Documentary Film Festival, which kicks off October 13th and runs through the 23rd. And um, I'm so happy to talk to you because you know, I love these films. Oh my God, this lineup this year. Thank you. Incredible. It all starts tonight uh, and goes for 11 days and and, and then I sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Now, does it does it go to 11 days and next year goes to 12 days and 13 days? Or do you try to hold it to 11 days? (laughs) I'm going to stick at 11 days. And even I'm even looking at this schedule and it's like, you know, I'm looking at Saturday and I'm thinking, what was I thinking? There's too many screenings going on, but I guess that, you know, it gives everyone a choice. There's something for everybody here, which, you know, I mean, that no matter what your likes, what your loves, what you're interested in, you can find it here at the festival. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. So, uh, you know, I always got to ask you, you know, when you start this, d- d- does anything stand out to you that you absolutely loved? Oh God, yeah. I mean, uh, there's uh, the problem is every time people have been asking me this this year, there's so many films that I love. Starting with tonight's film, I, I um, it, at Cafe Nine, our opening night film, Oklahoma Breakdown. It, it's it's the story of this brilliant singer songwriter who just becomes he leaves his bands and he becomes this one man band. But it sounds like three people are up there on the stage playing. He's an amazing musician. And it's 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 just this story of one man trying to make it on his own terms. But the crazy, the great thing is, he's coming up from Oklahoma and he's going to play after the screening. Oh, we're in Connecticut. Really? So, movie and Mike Hosty playing afterwards for a fifteen dollar ticket, which to me is, you know, you, you, when I'm thinking of when I go to concerts, like it seems to always be one hundred and seventy five dollars a ticket. Uh, <laughs> fifteen bucks, you're getting a movie and a concert, you know. You can spend the other uh, 160 bucks on beer. <laughs> so, so, so this year is really important because you're back in spaces. Yes, completely live, no online films. Wow. So, how do you do? How do you? How do you do this? Like, did you forget how to get all kinds of films in spaces? Because for the last couple of years, at least two years, almost three years, you've been doing them online. Mostly online. We had a couple of screens here and there, but mostly online. Well, I mean, honestly, no. I did, I think I've been waiting to get back into spaces because, for in, in my head, believe it or not, it's it's easier to do it live than it is to do it online. Really? Yeah, because and also online. Online doesn't make it special. We can turn on Netflix. We can turn on any of these stations and watch any documentary. This is a chance to see a documentary that you can't see anywhere else. And you can watch it with a group of people on a big screen, the way movies are meant to be, you know, seen. And and let's face it, at this point, get out of the house. We've all been cooped up in the house uh, way too long. So do you feel like um, these last couple of years, the quality of the films have gotten better? Um, Are you seeing really um, good stuff coming your way? We are, but um, have they gotten better? Um, you know, it varies from year to year. I think there's always great filmmakers out there. There's also a lot of really bad filmmakers out there. Um, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, we still have a couple, you know, our films that get the rating of one out of ten with comments that I probably couldn't repeat anywhere. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, that happens every year. But 
are there more? It's I think for me this year there are more that are in my wheelhouse because there's a lot of music stuff, which obviously I'm, I make music documentaries, so I, I tend to lean towards them a lot. Um, and it's interesting. I, I think we've talked about this before. Every year we get in a lot of films on certain subjects. You know, like. Mm-hmm years ago was all on the politics because we had just gotten over an election you know this year believe it or not we got in we're showing like a half a dozen films on excuse me either the holocaust or some jewish sort of uh uh you know ideologies and so forth which is was more than we've ever gotten in and and they're all good yeah and what do you attribute that to like what do you what do you think that's about i don't know i mean you know I was, we were talking about this last night, and part of me thinks it might be a response to, uh, you know, people say, you know, the, all the fake news out there of, like, the Holocaust never happened. You know, I think that, okay. that that could spur people into making a film that say, no, wait a second, kind of did, <laughs> you know? And and I think that um, – I, I do think that a lot of times film make, filmmaking, especially political and social issues, sort of, uh, you know, answer and follow what's going on in the news. Okay. And so what other kinds of stories are you seeing? So you're seeing a lot of Jewish films or Jewish inspired films. A a lot of, um, like I said, a lot of music films. We have one of the weirdest films that we've ever (laughs) seen called A Life on the Farm. And this came out of nowhere and I I put it on and it's about, you know, you know how we've all seen horror films, you know, like, like Blair Witch about these found videotapes, you know? Yes. All right. This is about, a found videotape that's real and it's this wacky farmer in the uk who films everything including things like his mom dies and he wheels her out in the wheelchair to say goodbye to the cows so they can like see her dead body and pay their respects and this is all on weird videotape and he's it's one of the strangest, freakiest movies you've ever seen. As someone described it as Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets Monty Python. And I think <laughs> it, it, I really recommend it. That's playing tomorrow night at the Criterion at 930. And, and it's appropriately enough with a short film called Dress a Cow, which is about a annual cow dressing competition, which you sort of have to see to believe. Um, and so they sort of go well together. A lot of cows. Like, like they put clothes on cows? Or they dress cows and make them into these. It's like it's almost like a Halloween ball for cows, if you can imagine that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I mean, so yeah, so we have weird things like that. We have a, a, a really heavy and but beautifully made uh, film that sort of feeds off the Me Too movement from Hollywood called Body Parts, and it's a number of really well-known actresses talking about how they were sort of coerced into nude scenes and sex scenes that they never that weren't weren't in the script. You know, and they're there on set, and the director is like, well, come on. It's like, it'll make the scene better, things like that. And, uh, you know, through the ages. And it's it's a very, very well-made film on a very important subject. Wow. That's pretty powerful. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty powerful. So um, um, you've, got some, you've got some films on, I think there's a film on the Black Panther. Huey. Huey uh, yes. Yes. And that, that's. Newman. Yeah, that's a wonderful film, which I believe you are going to be moderating. Yes, I'm yes. looking forward to that. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, uh, American Justice on Trial, The People versus Newton. And it's also playing with another film called For Love and Legacy, a short film about someone who created a, a sculpture of Newton. Uh, so, yeah, it's... it's Is that um, um, the sister that did the, the sculpture here of Mr. Lansing? I believe so, yes. Yes. Dana, Dana King. Yep. Yes, yep. He, I, I consider someone I know, so that's exciting. He was yep. a very good-looking man. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's 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 a uh, they're both excellent films, and I mean, let's face it, there is definitely a New Haven tie with the whole you know May Day rallies back in 1970, which most of people don't remember, but you know, um, and and yeah, they're exceedingly well made, and also this, since we're we're on the subject of you moderating, you're moderating one of my favorite films, which is uh, Let a Little Light Shine about um, a, a school district fighting for its life in Chicago. Yes, I, I I jumped out of my seat to cheer that thing. Thank you for sending it to me because I, because I, you know, I was watching it and you know, Gorman, I was like, where's this going to go? Like, is this going to, is this going to break my heart? <laughs> like, am I going to be like, but no, it, it, it gives you a sense of what a group of people can do. Yes. Um, and fight and, back. And the filmmaker is going to be joining us via Zoom, hopefully if all technical things go correctly, uh, <laughs> on, 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 on the night of the screening. I love it. I love it. So I'm, I'm going through the roster, and I see, yes, yes, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, uh, music, music films. I, mm-hmm. And I see a lot of films by uh, of people of color mm-hmm. that I haven't noticed in the last years. I mean, you always have one or two, but this seems like a, Seems like a lot of black films in here. It, you know, I think that I, I think that black filmmakers are finding their voice, and you know, they're they're getting their work out there. They're getting fun. I mean, let's face it: the two hard people always ask me, "What are the hardest things when you make a film? Raising the money, and yeah." Getting so you know, I I think that you know, if you can if you can get past that first obstacle of raising money you know that that's the first step and and the thing is that the films were all amazing the the thing is most of the time when we see the films we don't even know who the filmmaker is when we first watch it and judge it um like last i think it was last year we had over 50 percent of female filmmakers okay yeah yeah wow. so it, it's it it honestly comes down to the quality of the film i never ever uh, look at who the filmmaker is. It's it's like, is this something that I want to show people in my festival? And there, there are times when it's like, I think this is a great film and no one comes. And there are times when it's like, last year, I, I always let my jurors pick films um, that might mean something to them, but none of us like. Um, <laughs> and like, I remember two years ago, we had one film, no one liked this film. I, I had some one juror who said I watched it four times and I still don't know what it was about, um, but it was the the largest selling online film of the entire festival. Really? Yeah. So I guess there's no accounting for taste. But it, or well, I mean, everyone has their different things because it was you know films can be about a very specific subject, you know, and this was about a a certain like very avant garde writer if I remember correctly, and I think they just fed into his fans who were looking for something about him. Oh, I love it. I love it. So I saw that there's, um, there's a, a film on the craft beer folks. Yes. And that we was- have Alyssa um, 
is in this because you know rhythm rhythm beer is part of that movement so yep um she is going to be there doing a this is a cafe nine on monday night a wonderful i mean first off it's a movie about beer so you're gonna have a good time and there's a beer tasting and you're in a bar so come on <laughs> what else can you do on a monday night you know it's like forget monday night football whoever's playing it doesn't matter it's just there you can watch the highlights on you know espn come and enjoy see a good movie and get have a tasting of like someone who's making amazing beers right here in new haven you know on her own you know, also a woman of color making beers, uh, which I think is is kind of a rarity in that. In it that is. Art. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 I really recommend that. The, the, the four Cafe Nine films are great. They're, they're just fun. You know, mm-hmm. which I really like. The, the other cap, uh, th- next Thursday night, the 20th, Catching Air. It is a. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It is. It's, it's the only film where I was laughing out loud. In fact, at one point, I'm drinking a beer as I'm watching this film, and it's about the Air Guitar Championship in Finland. And these people go all out. They have names. They have costumes. And one woman is up there, and her name is Mom Jeans Genie, taking off on the David Bowie song, and that she's wearing mom jeans. And I literally spit the beer out of my nose. I was laughing so hard. It is a wonderful film. Uh, and the world champion, Andrew the Flying Finn, is going to be at Cafe 9 performing. And then we're going to have an air guitar contest where we're giving away an electric guitar to the local winner who and to be judged by Andrew. Because air guitar is not actually playing a guitar. No, it it's is. pretending to play a yeah. guitar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> It is a, it's just a wonderful film that's just foolish fun. And we're going to, I, hopefully we're going to have a night of just people making fun of themselves and laughing their butts off. Okay. So were there any films, uh, Gorman, that broke your heart that made you cry or made you feel like, damn. (laughs) You know, I'm an animal nut. So I'm going to, uh, just animals, which is part of the compassion fest. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, 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 two, they have two screenings on Sunday at the State House with vegan food trucks, and I mean, so it's it's a mini compassion fest with two great screenings. But Just Animals is about a young woman who worked uh, in animal rescue for about ten years and started really suffering compassion fatigue, um, which is where you like see too many things die, and you start feeling your everything is completely helpless, and you start taking it out on yourself. And it's a really powerful, powerful film. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, that was one. Um, I'm trying to think. Other films that, that broke my heart. Well, obviously, I I, I I was the same thing with you with, with the Let a Little Light Shine. I'm like, where is this going? Is this going to, you know, am, am, am I going to be crying? You know, cry. I cry very easily at films. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Into the Ice, which is... It breaks your heart if you love the planet. It's one of the most beautifully shot films you will ever see about global warming. And it's not about politics. It is just about showing what is happening. And it is stunning to look at. But you look at it and you go, how are we not doing more to stop this? Mm. Mm. Were there any films that you were like, I'm surprised by this? Like, I... I love it or I don't love it, but I'm 
I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm surprised. Well, I mean, uh, well, Life on the Farm would have been one of those. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't like found footage kind of things. Um, uh, long live my happy head. I ha- I don't really like films about disease. If I I, I that, that I I just I don't know. I think we have too much cancer and everything around us. This is a film about someone who gets a brain tumor and he, they think he's going to die, and he decides to tell his story through this amazing um, cartoon comic book. And it is and the film is a lot of animation, and it is somehow life affirming despite the fact that it's talking about death. That okay. Film, that film I truly loved. Um, the Jewish Jail Lady and the Holy Thief, which is just this another uh, Jewish film, but it's it is really bawdy, and it's a, it's an older couple, and it's it's kind of it's it's kind of gonna surprise you that like it's it's possibly our dirtiest film, so to speak. Whoa! Uh, the, uh, another film though that completely surprised me, and it's in. It's one of our shorts. You have um, some amazing shorts this year, and this is in. Um, if, if, if I got, I got to find it. It's in uh, short block number one, and it is a film called Sunrise Variation, and it is on the very odd uh, practice in Japan of anal sunbathing, where you literally get down on the ground. <laughs> Put your pants down, spread your cheeks, and let the sun hit where the sun doesn't normally shine. Doesn't that burn? Uh, I think you only do it for a few minutes, and it's it's a wonderful short, but you're going to sit there with your jaw dropped, you know? And be like, what? Are people doing this? Okay. Now, um, do you have a student component this year? Do you have student films? Oh, my God, yes. And so we have uh, on next next Saturday, the 22nd, our second to last day, we have a student film competition. It's sponsored by the state, uh, the Connecticut uh, Department of Film, TV, and Digital Media. And uh, it's, it's showing on – it's, it's going to be on Saturday with the actual award competition and all the students there, and it's going to repeat on Sunday. Twelve amazing films, some of the highest-rated student films we've ever had. Wow. Really, really, really good stuff. And I'll say that I believe a college that has never won before won Best Film. So. That's good. So um, talk about the venues that you're holding this in. Now that that you're back in spaces, what are some of the venues these films are going to be shown at? Our our longtime partner, we have two longtime partners. Partners, of course, Cafe Nine, where we're showing four films this year, which is the most we've ever shown, <clears throat> and the New Haven Public, the Free Public Library on the corner of Elm and Temple, and they've been our partner as well for a long time, <clears throat> and so we're and we're showing a number of films there. And the nice thing about those films, the prices pay what you can. So if you want to see a film, and hey, I don't have twelve bucks to go see a film, you can go in for free. Mm-hmm. You can't really you you you, I, I, you you can't beat that when you come right down to it. No, you cannot beat that. Plus, the library and, is a nice space. <laughs> it's a very nice space. I mean, and not only those compact the two Compassion Fest films at the State House are pay what you can for free, and the student competition is also um, uh, free. So, uh, yeah, we we have two films at the State House. We we partnered with the State House in 2019. 
But then, of course, during COVID, they weren't really open. So uh, we're back there for a couple of films. And our But our new partner is the Criterion Bowtie Cinema on Temple Street. Oh, good. Yeah, and which is we're really happy about. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm kind of happy we're not we don't have outdoor screenings where we have to set up the screen, the projector. Is it going to rain? All of a sudden, here we go in. We just plug it in and play. You know. Oh, I like that. And so, um, um, so they so they're a new partner. I, I would imagine they would be excited to have people come to the theater. I, I, I think so. I mean, uh, Jen, the manager there, and the whole staff is amazing. They're so wonderful. Uh, they're super nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to their first screenings here tomorrow. So. <laughs> wow. All right. So how many films? hundred. It's got to be over 100 films. 116. Okay. Have you so seen every you- single one of them? Uh, no. <laughs> there are a couple that it's just like I would start watching and I'm like, this is not for me, but it's going to be for somebody else. And sure enough, they're in there, you know. Um, but those are the cases where I trust the people that I'm working with. That's what I'm going to say. That takes a lot of trust to say, okay, I, let I, somebody I, else pick films. I, but the thing is, I always let, like I said, with the, with the, with a couple of years ago when the one that made, uh, sold the most tickets, none of us liked it, but one <laughs> did it. My feeling is if, if I'm trusting you to rate the films, <clears throat> I'm going to trust you. I mean, everyone has different, loves and and you know likes and dislikes so what appeals to you like i mean you like the lenya pizza i don't you have to bring up pizza. come on uh you know so i mean it's like but i still adore you and i still trust your taste so i would still let you you know <laughs> i'd still let you pick a film <laughs> that's the best way to put it you know <laughs> although i will tell you i like yeah. next door pizza too oh i i actually like ne- the the I I think the plain tomato pie at next door is quite good. They, they do vegan cheese, so and they do it. They do it very. They do a really really great job with the vegan cheese pizza. You know, with all and I get all the things on it too. But yeah. they do a really good job. Are you like, are you vegan? No, I have a dairy allergy, so I can't have <sighs> cheese. Okay. All right, yes, so, yeah, I'm, I'm vegetarian, so I don't do the meat. Um, but, um, I've never, so I've never had the, because I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of vegan cheese. I, I sort of feel that if I ever went vegan, I would just stop eating pizza. Except <laughs> for, I, I guess I can still eat the tomato pies, which I do love. <laughs> well, you should, you should try the, the vegan cheese pizza next door. I, you, I, I don't think you'll be disappointed, Gorman. I really think you would be like, okay, I, I, if I had I to, this would not. be it. And they do a nice job of doing the New Haven style. They really do. Yes, they do. They do. So, I, um, I, Another one that I was even surprised at recently, 163, uh, next to Archie Moore's, I, I think it's Oh, called. are they good? It, it, uh, it was one, is my assistant this year lives there, and she said, you got to try it, we got it for lunch. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Neapolitan style, more like oh, okay. But, um, but it was still, it was, the, the, um, the, their margarita was quite good. The sauce had a wonderful taste to it, so I was surprised. <laughs> and that's good for me. You know me. I, if, I, if I'm saying I like a certain pizza, it's, it's got to be like <laughs> moon, you know? Listen, listen, you've got a great documentary on the pizza yes, I do. People uh, still talk about this thing. I, I got to tell you, I got to bring up one other film. Because when I, when I mention who the guest star is, people go nuts. So our closing night, back at Cafe 9, is a, a film called The Greatest Radio Station on the World. on. I, I saw this, yes. And 
we're going to have a DJ dance party afterwards, and one of the DJs is Chris Franz, the old drummer from Talking Heads. Whoa! So, yeah, yeah. How do you do that? You know, I'm Gorman. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I would give complete credit to Dean Falcone, our music supervisor. Dean is but the, Dean does all the music on all my movies. He was the co-producer on the pizza movie. One of my best friends. The guy works miracles when it comes to dealing and getting musicians. So he's he's genius at that. I saw it. I, I love the graphic for that. For for that, that's going to be kind of very very cool. So so, do you have time to make your own films in between this? Like, are you working on anything? What are you I doing? I got yeah. Uh, well, we we just earlier this year finished the Jay Bennett documentary, the one that we played a rough cut of it last year that came out on in April. Um, I have a film at the festival. It's it's which is coming out on DVD in December. Uh, Old friends, a documentary. It's the oh, I saw, I saw I saw that in the lineup. Yeah, and the one thing I'll say about that—that's another free film, except that it's for—it's—it's it's a benefit for the Friends of the New Haven Animal Shelter, which always needs help. And we are asking people bring some dog food, bring some cat food, bring a cholera leash, some kind of supplies that will help the shelter. Do that as your admission into the film. What uh, what day is that film screening, and where is it screening? That's Saturday at the library. This Saturday at the library at five p.m. Okay. All right. So, because the, the people will be listening, and they and they'll call me and be like, "Well, where is that?" And I, I wanna, I want them to already hear it. <laughs> old, friend, old friends, a documentary, and it is a happy animal yeah. film. It basically tells the whole history, <clears throat> a ten-year history of this amazing shelter in Nashville that started in someone's backyard with a couple dogs, and over ten years grew to a. Um, a 20,000 square foot state-of-the-art medical. Oh facility. my gosh. And it is just, the, it, it's, it's a place where, you know, they, they, it, if there is an older dog, I mean, there's, we follow this one dog named you as in like you grant. Um, and if you, when you see him, you're thinking this dog is just going to be put to sleep. The dog is in horrible condition. By the end of the film, this dog is rolling on the ground, licking the face of the woman who adopted him. I, he's a dog again. He goes from just being, you know, and it's just, they work miracles. And it literally is a very happy animal film. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. I want. I need happy animal films. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not seeing, you know, things being abused and stuff like that. You're seeing things being, you're seeing dogs being saved and nursed back to health. And finding wonderful homes. So, so now that you you've got the lineup for this festival, are you working on next year's festival? Like, how does how so? Like, no, I, do you take a break? Like, what happens? I take a break. Um, uh, we're gonna we have two films that we're editing right now. The one factory that's on the uh, the the old clock factory building. And all oh, how is that coming along? It is coming along. We've got about a hundred and a one hour and twenty minute cut. And we still have to do some more interviews. Some of the, I mean, because we're dealing with a lot of, like, people from way back, it's like finding some of the people and getting interviews is not always the easiest. So we're still working on that. And we're also doing a documentary on, do you know about the Powder Ridge Music Festival? Yes. It used no, to be, um, used to ski there. Now there, it's got a new life as a music venue. But, but I'm talking about the one from 1970. When they, the town came, it was supposed to be the next Woodstock. The town. Oh, no, I don't know this story. Oh, my God. So, 1970, summer 1970, 
a promoter from New York who just happened to be in the mob, um, decides he's going to throw a, a music festival in this little town of Middlefield at the ski resort. The lineup is amazing. Sly and the Family Stone, Janice, Joe Cock. It was, it was Woodstock again, okay? He sells. Now, I interviewed his son, which one of my favorite things. He's like, well, we printed up 50,000 tickets, but they could have been printed up three or four times. So they sold a hundred and it sold out. So somewhere between a hundred and 200,000 tickets are sold. The town can't stand the person who runs the ski resort because he is a known communist. Uh, 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 to the fact that he actually argued going to Cuba all the way to the Supreme court. Oh my gosh. And the town, which is this little conservative town says, uh, uh-uh, no way. Puts an injunction, closes it down. Oh, <gasps> It's only three days before the festival now. Now, there's no way to tell these kids. 40,000 kids show up anyway, despite the fact the roadblocks and everything else. And so they are basically now on a mountaintop with nothing to do but sex and drugs. There are more drugs than you could possibly imagine. It's the summer. Of, it's still the summer of love. So everyone's running around naked, jumping in the pond. And so it literally becomes this music festival of nothing but, you know, sex, drugs, but no rock and roll. <laughs> and it, I mean, and it, I'm telling you, every person I interviewed, the layers keep getting, there was a, there was a Yale counterculture group called Cosmic Labs. You remember Melanie, brand, the song Brand New Key? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's the only one who played. She decides she's going to sneak in with the, uh, the 1010 Winds truck. And she gets there. Now, and, and, oh, the town and all its genius shuts off the power. So they have 40,000 kids on a ski slope with no electricity. The, the guy who's doing the sound, which is John Hanley, who also did the Woodstock sound, brilliant sound designer, hooks up Melanie's amp to the generators of a Mr. Softy ice cream truck. And she performs a set. Hanley gets arrested. Melanie doesn't, surprisingly. That was the only music. I mean, it's, the, the stories are spectacular. Oh, my gosh. And and we're going to tell the story, the film, using all old footage. So I've got all this old Super 8 footage from the festival. I've got over 600 pictures now that no one's ever seen. Um, it, it's That's a fun one. I'm really excited about that. Oh, that is cool. I love these kinds of stories, right? I, I hope you can find some of the people that remember that, right? Like that oh, were there. Or... Not, but, but, yeah, well, I mean, I think they might have been doing a little bit of drugs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, but I, I've definitely, I, we, we, have, we're, we have over 45 interviews for that already. That is way cool. When do you rest, Gorman? Like, when do you, when do you go on vacation? Like, when do you? Well, actually, my you... wife and I just went to Key West about a month ago. Okay. How long did you stay? I hope longer than a week. We, you know, it was just five days, but it was it was very relaxing because we had nothing. You know, it was just in Key West. You basically wake up, eat, drink, take a nap, figure out where you're going to dinner, and repeat. So it's it's a beautiful vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you go to a museum, the museums are so small it takes ten minutes. It you know it's just relaxing. Now, do you go see films in theater? for pleasure? You know, yeah. do you go see films? No, I, I honestly pretty much now at this point watch everything at home. Uh, but I've also been a member of the Writers Guild. I have a, a lifetime membership card. I remember when I got it, it made me feel old. Um, so I get all the screeners for the films that are in theaters. So I, we can just watch them at home. 
Okay. So you, I think, I think what I want to ask is you enjoy films, even when you're not looking at films for your film festival. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I still love watching docs, but I tend to like the small, like for the, the, for fiction films, I tend to like the smaller personal films. Like someone asked me about, uh, you know, I did, I did some lectures recently at a college in Pennsylvania and someone asked me about, you know, special effects and CGI. And I said, I don't watch those films. I watch films with actors telling stories and acting like real people. That's the kind of stuff. <laughs> so, so I can't get you to like a, a Batman or a... <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like it, my, my staff does that all the time. But you asked me about sleep. My staff says, it's funny because for Christmas last year, I got, an, I got the Apple Watch, which tracks all your health stuff, you know? And my staff would always tell me, especially when we're on the road, they're like, you don't sleep. And you don't eat unless we stop to eat and we tell you to eat. So they don't really think I'm human to start with. Um, but I, my God, the first week with the Apple Watch, my sleep for uh, averaged four hours and seventeen minutes. I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm one of those. I'm one of those people too. And I'm quite refreshed. Like I'm not tired or anything. No. And, you know, it's like my, my cardiologist, I, I told him about it, and he goes, well, he said, are you falling asleep during the middle of the day? I'm like, no. He said, do you feel tired all the time? I'm like, no. He said, have you always been this way? I said, yeah. He goes, that's the way you're wired. Yeah, that's, that's what my cardiologist says, too. The, although, he always says, I'd like you to get at least one or two more hours on top of that floor. Like, if you could. <laughs> I've got it up to five. I've got it up to a little over. <laughs> So I'm getting, you know, and I think last night because I was so tired, I actually got almost six. So I'm I'm good to go for the whole festival now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the festival starts tonight. The first yeah. movie is what is Oklahoma the first movie? Breakdown. Oklahoma Breakdown, and that's Mike. at Cafe Nine. Yes, and there will be a musical performance connected to that. Yes, Mike Hosty is upcoming up from uh, from uh, Oklahoma. And uh, and that film is what that the cost of that to get in is what fifteen dollars. Yeah, all the cafe nine are fifteens. And they, you, do you want people to prepay before they get there, or can they pay at the door? They can pay at the door, but if you want to make sure, I mean, I know we have, but cafe nines are not sold out. We do have one sellout at the Criterion, so it always helps to you know get a ticket beforehand. But you can absolutely prepay at the door. Okay, because that's a good place because they got a good bar over there at uh, Cafe Nine. So you could have a drink and enjoy a film and enjoy some music. Yes. And one of our sponsors is New England Brewing Company. So probably probably have some specials as well. Oh, that'd be good. All right. So it kicks off tonight. It runs until the 23rd. So pretty much every, almost every night you've got a film screening somewhere. Oh God. Yeah. We have, and, and sometime we have three going at the same time. So our slowest nights are Monday and Tuesday, where we only have like one film at, at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, we have we have tons of films. But there's something even on Monday and Tuesday. There's four films during those days, starting you know at twelve, two thirty, five, and seven. Okay. And so people want to know how to find. I mean, I think people know how to find these films. But NewHavenDocs.com is it dot com dot org. NewHavenNHDocs dot org so that you can get the full lineup and you have a great facebook page which has has trailers so if you want to catch a little snippet of the film you know um, gonna, you've got you've got a bunch a, of trailers i'm, I'm going to give a shout out to my assistant Margot because she's been handling social media and she's been going nuts on it and she's doing a great job oh that's great 
So you've got a good team, Gorman. I, I always have a great team. I, we, we, we just find a lot of – you know what? I find it if you just treat people well and you feed them well and, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it takes a lot for, you know I, – I remember, like, last year, I, I almost lost my temper, but it was at the at calling a woman from AAA when my Jeep overheated. And in the middle of a festival, and my Jeep is carrying all of the stuff that we need, you know? <laughs> and, and if you didn't understand, all I needed was a bottle of antifreeze. I didn't need to be towed. And she was like, we can't bring you that. And I'm like, but you can bring me everything else. She goes, yes, but we can't bring you that. <laughs> wow. You know? and I so didn't I, know that. Oh, yeah. And I saw, so I'm like, what would my grandfather have done? Because this, I have an old Jeep. And I'm thinking to myself, he would have taken bottles of water and poured it into the radiator. Old That's school. That's it. Old school. And I did that, and the Jeep ran for the entire rest of the festival. <laughs> so, and thank you to my grandfather for making me remember that. I, I love it. Well, I'm so glad that you had time to stop over this morning and talk about this festival. It's one of my favorite New Haven things. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to try to break my own record this year. Um, I watched a lot of them when you did when you did them online, but mm-hmm. I, I kind of like the fact that I could actually go and sit someplace with other people and see these films. So I'm, exactly. I'm excited that it's back. You know, and, and you think about the ones at the Criterion, we've got like big comfortable seats now. Yes! And, you know, a good screen and you can get popcorn. You can have a beer at the Criterion. <laughs> and bring it with you. So that's like, you know, and come to, come to some of our parties. Um, I, I, if I didn't send you the list, I'll send you the list for the parties. Okay, yes. You know I love a good party, Gorman. Cool. I love a good party. I don't, I don't know who they are, but you can have a free beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good party. All right, well, enjoy tonight. Thank you. Um, and you. Uh, I will see you uh, on, for the two conversations that I'm I'm helping to facilitate. But I definitely will catch a lot of these films because I am I am so excited. And I, love, I just love these filmmakers and their heart and souls into these films. I just... I think people should see them. So, so thank you for coming thank on this morning. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy this festival. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you, you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. All right, Harry. I think we want to take a little bit of a break. I think, or maybe. Oh no. Well, we got a little time um, before we uh, have to do the call letters. But that's Gorman um, Bashad of the New Haven um, Documentary Film Festival, which is. Uh, uh, going on it kicks off tonight so if you're around cafe nine um, it starts there and, and, you, and you'll get a film and a good show and then just run through the list of uh, all the films try to see as many films as you can so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna get my list together and i'm gonna plot my my viewership <laughs> i'm gonna see how many films i get to between now and the 23rd that's my goal I'm one of these people, I love a goal like that. Love a goal like that. So let me see how many films I can get to. And if I see you out there in these streets, say hi. Tell me what you think of these films and what's what your favorite film. I'm already hoping for someday. Wednesday night. Calling my girls. Making sure our plans are still tight. Thursday brings a smile. I won't be putting up with this bull in a little while. Me and my girls returned it up last week. Boys love this club cause ladies get in free.
Tried to flip, didn't get tossed. Mm-hmm. Send the pearly whites, time to floss. Yeah. Got top billing, counted the cost. Everybody knows that you're a go getter. Set me with a smile as you earned your cheddar. Work real hard, and who could do better than you, Bob? We got through the week, I didn't even trip when we did speak. Yeah, I'm JK, and I'm doing my thing with my big sis. I don't make sure Oh, 